You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Now, you might have uh, heard in the news a disturbing story again about puppies, and this time kept in dreadful conditions in the boot of a car being smuggled. Uh, you've been going on, Pete Weatherburn, our vet from um, the Bray Vet on Old Connor in Bray. You've been talking to us about puppy farms and puppy smuggling and puppy producing for, for many years, uh, Pete. Mm, mm. Uh, but it looks like still going on and people still trying to get away with it and doing it. Yeah, they, but they are. Well, they're breaking the law. And the good thing is the law is catching up with them. So last night, uh, yesterday, there were 14 puppies in the boot of the car at Dublin Port. Um, various breeds, they were in two small metal containers in the boot of a car. Um, and they didn't have any access to, to water or fresh air. Um, and so basically they were seized on suspicion of animal cruelty. Um, and they didn't have valid documents anyway. So those pups will be seized. That whole situation will be stopped. But the, the big the big question really is what's happening under the radar. Above the radar, at least the state now has some control of things. You know, so we have dog breeding legislation, which means that, um, for example, um, currently there are 73 registered dog breeding establishments. And those 73 establishments, you know, they get inspected every year. And okay, it may not, they may not be perfect and Plenty of people would criticise them, but at least they're being watched carefully by the state. And those 73 registered premises, they produce around about 30,000 pups a year, which is a lot. Um, and so um, it's suspected that those are the ones above the radar, they suspect there may be an additional 70,000, so a total of 100,000 pups being produced every year by Ireland, if you include the ones below the radar. That means the ones that aren't... But it's not out in the open. It's not healthy dogs, presumably. No. It's, it's, it's just forced, forced breeding. It's, it's basically breeding without having the right conditions for the animals. Um, and as well as that, it's exporting them to the UK without proper documentation. Now, nitpickers could say, well, the documentation is is overboard. You know, why do you need to have puppies vaccinated against rabies when they're going to, to England? Because there's no rabies here and there's no rabies in England. The point is, the legislation is there to control exactly what we saw last night. It's to, so that it gives the authorities the power to stop people from just taking loads of puppies and chucking them out into the UK. Um, so the legislation is really, really important and it is there and they can do it. So th they will be carrying on doing spot checks at ports and um, people will are gradually going to learn it's not worth our while doing that. We're going to get caught. The pups can get taken off us. We're going to go to court and get fined. Um, but I have to say, it's not just Dublin Port and the other ports that I'd be concerned about. It's the soft borders. It's the one... There's, there's no there's, there's no border between the south and the north, obviously, um, and there's no minimal controls between um, Northern Ireland and Scotland because it's the same country. So these are the areas that we are going to have to watch very, very carefully. Otherwise, this is just going to carry on. Um, but anyway, as I say, I'm, I'm happy at least that progress is being made and that at people are being yeah. caught. And, and I just know. feel sorry for the pups. I know they're being taken care of by ISPCA at the moment and maybe mm. there'll be good homes. But yeah, well, it's, it's, it's an increasingly serious issue and I'm not just talking about dogs crossing the border. 
um, from Ireland into the UK, but also there's an increasing number of dogs coming in from Eastern Europe um, to the UK and to Ireland. And um, basically, this is something which is is, is driven by commerce. Um, these little puppies are. You mean greed? Greed, yes, greed. So if if you come from people in those Eastern European countries, um, currency is a different value. So you know if if you if somebody's going to get, uh, I don't know. Um, 600 quid for a for a puppy that, that, that they were in a place where the, the average weekly wage is, I don't know, 100 quid well, you know, it's a yeah, well, if they've got ten puppies, but it's, that's not it's what we're talking about. We're talking about the, these a uh, box of puppies in a in a back of a, a boot of a car mm. with hardly any air and no water. It's worth a pile of money to them, you see. And it's interesting the breeds that they're noticing that are that are being smuggled, in particular, pugs, dachshunds. English bulldogs and French bulldogs. These are the trendy breeds at the moment. And because of the demand for them, um, they're worth a lot of money because of the demand and the lack of supply. And they reckon that these designer breeds that I've named, they make up over 80% of the dogs that are smuggled in from Eastern Europe. 80%. And um, they reckon that of the ones that are smuggled, about 90% of them are too young to travel. But they've been smuggled nonetheless. Um, and so they, they do need to look at what they, what they do about border controls to make sure they pick up on these. Um, it's not just the suffering of the dogs. It's also the huge costs for the people who take them on because they buy these puppies and often they, 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 they fall ill because of the stress they've been through and because of their poor breeding and they reckon that people are having to spend um, veterinary bills of over 2,000 euros often because they just need so much attention to get them right um, so basically um, people should it is very much down to the person who's buying the puppy um, so whether whether you're Wherever you are, whether you're here or in the UK, if you're buying a puppy, you need to ask serious questions about where the puppy came from. Um, and you need to make sure, you need to visit the premises, you need to meet the mother, um, you need to see where the puppies have been brought up, you need to ask about what's the social interactions they've had. You have to get the right paperwork. That means you must be given a microchip certificate. I'm astonished that even though it's been a year now that it's been compulsory for all puppies to be microchipped and registered before they're sold, the number of people that come into me with puppies that aren't microchipped and don't have any certification of any kind, and they people just say to me, oh, I didn't realise that. And I said to them, look, the person who sold you that puppy was breaking the law, and you were breaking the law by buying a puppy without a certificate. And they... People say, really? Oh, I didn't know that. So we still clearly need to do a lot of work to get the message out there. Um, the only way to, to beat puppy farming is to stop the demand for puppies. And that means consumers, people buying puppies, need to choose wisely when they're buying puppies. Don't just buy any dog because you happen to want a white fluffy dog and it's the only one that's available. Don't do that. Research it carefully. It's a big investment for you. It's a lifetime ahead of you. With Can we not find the farms? No. Um, they... That's the challenge. I mean, how do you find farms? It's you know you need to. Uh, it's like an intelligence issue, isn't it? How how do you how do you do that? I'm sure they do. I'm sure when they seize puppies like they seized last night, they will talk to the person in the car. They'll try to 
find out where they got the pups from and they'll go back to that place and they'll sort it out but a lot of this goes go it's the black market so people don't talk about it just like illegal cigarettes just like illegal drugs um because there's a lot of money involved um people have a high incentive to keep very quiet about it and um you know it's a very difficult area to control properly progress is being made and i would very much focus on that um and if you go to some if a breeder says to you oh no the, the, i can't show you the mum she's um staying with a friend for the weekend or oh i was going to show you her but she's gone out for a walk so she's not here just now just walk away walk away don't don't give in to that because that's just feeding the problem Okay, Peter Weatherburn, our vet, and uh, Pete is from uh, Bray Vet, an old Connor in Bray. You can hear this broadcast again on Pete's website, which is petethevet.com, and watch out for his writings in the Daily Telegraph and in the Wicklow People. Thanks very much indeed, Pete. Thanks for coming in.